Hi all, Kelly Gibson here, and we're back with Damon Alda Hell's episode number nine. And I'd first like to congratulate all you listeners that got through the whole episode eight. It was heavy and a lot and important, but we're grateful to those of you who listened and gave us some feedback. Tracy Dietz here as well. And yes, lots of passionate thoughts for a lot of really important things. Today will be a little less... Just less, I hope. I've calmed down a bit since last week, but want to have a serious discussion about some really important stuff today. There'll probably be less yelling today, and that's a good thing. But first, as always, we want to thank Campaigns and Elections for sponsoring Dame It All to Hell. The reads are coming up um, just about a little over a month away. We're super excited about that and our live podcast and lots of trophies and pretty dresses and lots of good content on the panels and all that sort of stuff. So if you haven't registered, don't forget. Another awesome Campaigns and Election event is Campaign Tech East coming up in April 25th, 26th in Washington, D.C. It's all things tech and political, so you won't want to miss that. Today we're going to tackle um, some of the issues we normally talk about through through the lens of parenting because, let's face it, parenting is hard. Tracy and I both do it. But I want to start with a story about my own personal mother who graciously listens to the podcast, even though it can't be easy for her all the time. And she challenged me and Tracy to defend our use of the term motherfucker. Tracy just informed me that I use it more than she does. Sorry, Ma. Um, And asking why, if we're talking women empowerment, would we use this clearly anti-women vulgarity? And I don't have an answer for her. I think, well, obviously it's common. It's common. Today I tried to look up the etymology of motherfucker, which is very unclear. Essentially, like in 1889, somebody used it in a letter to the government about being a motherfucker. And then it was used again and again and again and again in pop culture. But I don't know. Something about it rolls off the tongue. So for me, I don't I don't necessarily think it's anti-woman. And, and maybe it is. Maybe we need to look up and, and find more information about it. But, but if men can say motherfucker, why the fuck can't I say motherfucker? <laughs> well, it's just about fucking people's mothers, which feels like, but like I, using it as an insult. Like you're such a motherfucker as if fucking mothers is a bad thing. Right. I, I don't even know that people think of it in that no, term I anymore. No, I agree with like, you. I yeah. think things uh, just over time, words evolve and mm-hmm. motherfucker. <laughs> well, I'm going to write myself a note and make this promise to my own personal hey, mother. tell your mother I'm to sorry. Use it less. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there you go, Mom. I'm going to use it less. Um, so uh, let's first talk a little bit about the United States gymnastics team, which has oh, has just been the details of that. This story are just tragic and like the true sign of a monster, this Larry Nasser. So Tracy's got our first mo- mommy moment of the day. So this is definitely uh, a case of sexual assault. And I think this is what fired me up so much in episode eight about Grace and comparing what had happened to her to what has happened to these children right in front of their mothers in an effort, you know, Larry Nasser would move these girls in an effort to assault them with their mothers in the room. I mean, this is this takes monster to a whole nother level. And I just I feel like as parents, this is this is a moment where we really have to teach children, even as young as eight. And I don't, God, I don't, this is so hard. I don't even know how to, how, how do you have a conversation with an eight-year-old? Like, listen, if somebody, you, touches, if you somebody touches you inappropriately or puts their fingers in your boom boom, you need to scream and yell and tell mommy as loud as you can. Like, how do you have that conversation 
with someone so young and, and I guess you just you just have it. But it's hard. I think it's so crazy. I mean, particularly this story, just how long it went on and how I don't know if it's the intensity of that sport or the fear of failure that that sport can really um, inflict on girls. You know, you start girls have to start gymnastics at a very serious level very early on in order to get where they need to go to make it to the Olympics. And um, there's authority involved. And I mean, I saw a report where it was 80 gymnasts that this guy had assaulted over time. And just now, I it's got to be as a result of what's happening in all these other spaces, politics and hospitality right, now and it's entertainment okay to come out, that yeah. now it's out. But Allie Reisman just like burning it down, right? being like, I didn't have a voice then, but I have a voice now and I have power now. And let me tell you, you're never taking it away from me it's again. Coming I get down. goosebumps just thinking right. about it. It's sort of amazing. It is amazing. And I think that a lot of the girls just had to keep their mouths shut because you don't want to get kicked off the U.S. Olympic team. Right. You know, you are trying to get to the Olympics. You have – and if you're 12, 13, 14 and you just don't – you don't know that you can speak up because we're never taught to speak up. We are often taught – and this is – Nature versus nurture, which we're going to get into, which is going to be super fun. But, you know, as women, we're sort of taught to just smile, be polite, be respectful. It's this power dynamic. It's been clear in the examples that we've been talking about on this podcast since episode one. It's political power dynamics. It's elected member of Congress versus a staff person. It's entertainment power dynamics. It's the head of the uh, media company against the actresses. It's, um, It's business power dynamics. It's it's the Today Show power dynamics. It's even Grace's and, and Aziz, Aziz Ansari's power dynamic. But even outside of the power dynamic, I still think that women are taught to be polite yeah, and I think respectful it's a and to people that aren't of power. Like you, res- you respect your neighbors. I mean, I told – did I ever t- – oh, Ooh. I got a neighbor story. It's not that bad. It's not – it's nothing like this. I was going to say. No, it's nothing <laughs> like this. But just – it was just kind of weird and awkward and, and uncomfortable when I was like 10 and I – just sort of thought it was weird and awkward and just went on my way and, and didn't think much about it. You, it, it You're looking what, at me like you need it, to tell the story. So so uh it wasn't it wasn't bad. Um I had a neighbor that um licked my neck. What? When I was ten. Okay, so assuming this was like a grown up man, there was had to be some like leaning over. No, and there were other people around. Like he was just trying to be funny and and he, he sort of made a comment. He was like, Well that should give you goosebumps and I'm like, What? And he's like, so Oh well, you're just you you're just too young. Did you tell anybody? No, because it wasn't I was just like whatever. Like it wasn't to me the, and I never I had not remembered that moment until all of this other stuff Obviously. came out. Like you yeah. just don't think about it because let me be clear. It had no impact on my life. It had no impact on my childhood. It had no impact on my development. It was just some weird thing that happened that I just thought was weird, and I went on about my way. Don't you think in some way, shape, or form in your subconscious you learned sort of that day that men, grown men, can get away with crap shit? No. No. I don't I don't think – I don't – no. I don't think so because there were women there. His sister was sitting right there laughing about right. it. Because women don't call men out on their crap shit. Maybe. Maybe. And and honestly, I You were 10, he was 40? I got to be clear of all the shit that's happened to me in my no, life that is like yeah. the least offensive. I'm just saying that it's just an example of the shit that girls and young women it and is. women it deal is. with. It is. Yeah. Nothing compared to 
what the girls at the U.S. gymnastics team are, are dealing with. But no, not at all. Um, I'm trying to think of why we went down the path of this story. <laughs> there was story. There was, but oh, so teaching your kids, and and it's not like at any point my mom was like. You sit down and you do what men tell you and you be quiet. Like she never – my mother was the opposite of that. My yeah. mom was very much, I can do anything a man can do and I can do it better because I'm smarter and men are stupid. That was sort of the – that was more of the education that I got, um, which is not the worst education. I mean it's you – don't, yeah. you, don't, you don't let men control you. You don't – I think I got – I mean, I, I know I got the same as well. It's just um, – it was never verbally explicit, but there was never a time in my youth or adolescence where it was not apparent that men play by a different set of rules. That I mean, I went to an all-girls high school, which was amazing because women were the president of everything, right? We were president of all the clubs, president of the school because there were no boys. Um, but I think that there – there are things that are more appropriate or more appropriate. The boys could get away with that girls couldn't. Um, well, and that's part of the whole boys will be boys. Right. Nature versus nurture. That is that is nurture. <laughs> but in part of that is because boys are just wide open compared to girls. And, and that's where I don't know if we want to go ahead and move into the different segments, but we should probably move into the whole testosterone versus estrogen. And Kelly is going to hate me on this. Oh, it's such a hard thing to talk it about. It is a hard thing to talk about. And I am... I am not definitive on in my beliefs on this, but this is sort of what I think, and and well, I might it change up. it over so time. It started so, by us both reading an article. So there was an article that Andrew Sullivan wrote for the New York Magazine about how it's sort of taboo to talk about nature, and he brings up um, for those of you that don't know, Andrew Sullivan is a conservative gay man from, I believe, Australia. Oh, I have no idea. But we look it up. He's he. Sorry if I'm screwing that up. It, it, That's okay. Probably not Australia. I don't know. Any anyway, he talked about sort of what it's like to be a man. He went through a severe depression. Um, he was HIV positive and ended up getting testosterone injections. And he was talking about the impact that the testosterone injections had on him. As a man who was already had testosterone and he was... On him physically. Physically. Yeah. He was more aggressive. He was hornier. Um, all of sort of the things that you think about being somewhat caveman sort of came out. And then he was talking about sex with men and men and how men treat men the same way that men treat women when it comes to sex. They are just as aggressive. They are just as forceful. And talking more about the fact that testosterone is what sort of pushes some of this. And I'm good. Kelly's looking at me like she wants to spit fire. So well, her response. So yes, there there's biology involved in almost all the conversations we've had, right? That penises are different than vaginas and and testosterone is different than estrogen. But evolution, human evolution is sort of mandatory for progress, that technology changes and uh, industries change and 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 people's sort of interests change, but humans need to change along with it. So in in this article that, that Tracy's talking about, it we'll put it up on the Facebook page. It's an interesting read that this author, Andrew Sullivan, claims that, yes, testosterone makes all those things happen, aggression, horniness, uh, physical strength, um, making decisions without consequence sometimes. But that men can also have typically 
estrogen reactions, estrogen-esque reactions, jealousy and emotion and love and fear and hate. And the way he wrote it, it seemed to me, and I mean, he's a conservative, so it makes sense that men are capable of having all the emotions, all the things that come with both both hormones, but women really should stick to what's natural. No, so to he never said that. No, he but just, he never said otherwise. But he was a male <sighs> writing from the male perspective, so I don't think you Which can is immediately. Bullshit. No, like you can't write an article like that without. Why without not? Also, he was talking about his it's perspective. So one-sided. Of yeah, so that it sparks debate. Like he 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 doesn't know the he doesn't know the woman's perspective because he's a dude. Right, but you can have. I mean, we have plenty of opinions in this little white room about about men, and neither of us are men. I mean, right, you can but be neither of us are writing articles about men. So here, maybe so, we should. So, I think men can be both, and I think women can be both. And what I think is important, especially in raising kids, is to understand. What testosterone does to people and what estrogen does to people. I mean, and honestly. And try to combat it. <laughs> and try to combat it. I mean, there are four days out of the month that I am batshit fucking crazy. There is no irrational thought that comes out of my head. I am weepy. I am out of control. Like, I'm sad. I'm whatever. And I have no control over it. Imagine being a dude and having, like, feeling like you have no control over your urges. And I'm not. I am not. Don't look at me like that. I'm not (laughs) saying I think that that makes it totally right for men to be aggressive and take over women and blah, blah, blah. There has to be some tampering. And and he brought that up in the article. Like, you have to tamper testosterone in a civilized society. We also have to temper our estrogen and our society. And maybe, you know what, honestly, like after the whole story about like what happened when he got testosterone injections, I kind of want to get some testosterone injections. I have a lot to say about everything that you just said. I know. The first thing is the four days of the month where you are incapable of controlling your those things you used as an examples because of your estrogen surge. Um, that is the reason all sorts of conservative dick faces say women can't be president. What if there's a war when she's on her period and she can't stop crying to get the troops in order? It's such bullshit. First of all, women can power through hormones. Also, like thanks to sort of natural supplements and vitamins, one can level out their hormones. We'll talk about that offline later. But I think that there is such a stigma attached to a woman's hormone cycle that has stopped her progress to advancement in professional settings. So she can do all that, but she can't tell a guy she won't suck his dick? (laughs) Actually, that is what was quoted to me twice from two of my girlfriends. They were like, I never agree with Tracy about the whole she can be president, but she can't tell a guy she doesn't want to suck his dick. Like, that has some point to that. I was like, you're supposed to, you're my friend. You're supposed to pick my side, Team Team Kelly. But, um... So I, the other thing is – And I don't totally disagree with you on that either. I'm th- just making a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- right. So I think that the whole women get their period so they can't get their shit together is a, a real sort of bummer narrative that has stuck with women and will continue to stick with women because men believe it. And maybe women play it up. I don't really know. And, you know, I, I go back to Hillary and I know we don't try to talk much about the last presidential in here, but it was the – Where do you draw the line between being what's expected of a woman as a result of her biology, of her hormones, and then what kind of woman would it be if she was too much like a man? Not sensitive. Like women are are judged if they're overly estrogeny or if they're underly estrogeny. Just made up a whole bunch of words right there. But and judged by who? The world. 
The world, their partners, their friends, their bosses, their colleagues, their neighbors, their constituents, all that shit. So you feel like you're judged every day based off of... My gender? How you are. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. Our I feel like I have is directly that less. attached to our gender. I know. I feel like I have less of that, and and I can't imagine it's because I'm a conservative and I'm just around more women than no, you. No, I just are, think but... you. I just think you don't care. I think that you get it, but you don't care. I think. I mean, I've been in rooms with you where you take people's breath away because you're bold and you're beautiful, and you oh. use in the right way. You use your femininity. And you say, fuck you very much. I'm a woman and I'm smart and I'm boss. But you get responses from people because you're bold and you're beautiful and you're a boss. So I just don't think you – I don't think it bothers you. And I'm not saying it bothers me. I'm just saying it is a part. Like I think nobody talks about nature as as is claimed in this article and that it is a bit taboo. And I'm I'm open to be – have my mind changed that we should talk about it more. But I think it's the elephant in the room. I think that men are assumed they'll act one way because of their testosterone, and women are assumed to be acting another way because of their estrogen. Why don't we talk about it all the time? Then? Why doesn't it come up in <laughs> every meeting? Because it's impossible to talk in every meeting. Like any, play so, that out for me. So when there, so let's say there's a problem, and let's say somebody. So you you just said you've been in rooms with me when someone says something and I call them out. Yeah. Why don't we just always do that? Because the reason you can do it is because you're a known entity, like you're Tracy Deets. The rooms I've been in with you. Everyone knows you. They know you are the bold beauty that you are. They're ready for it. If you didn't do it, they'd be like, are you, are you feeling under the weather? Are you okay? I mean, that is something that you it's – the, it's the persona that you've built over a long career in this town. Can you but imagine if you walked so much, into a room where nobody a, knew you? Yes, I do it all the time and now. You get it's a, a whole lot, other thing. Like a lot of blank stares is my guess. Not people, always. What do so, people so, say? Like strangers. What do they say to you when you just – Nothing. It's actually more normal. It's actually more normal. So, so I did have the incident at the conference in the bar that we talked about where mm-hmm. the guy was clearly trying to have sex with me and I was just trying to get his money. Yeah. Which uh, I'm clearly – I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm just not going to tolerate that behavior. Um, so I think that – so the one difference between people knowing me and not knowing me is people knowing know me that no, I'm not going to have sex with them. <laughs> Like yeah. that's really the, that's really the fundamental difference. But so, I mean, this all started with you saying that you don't think you get treated differently because you're a carrier of more estrogen than testosterone, and I don't think that's accurate. No, I don't think I. <sighs> and what and men that show more of their soft side before their hard side in a business setting, that's not really allowed either. Women that lead with their testosterone and men that lead with their estrogen are that doesn't work in the world. Mm, I don't know. John Boehner, remember that guy who just cried all the fucking time? It was like, ah, oh, John Boehner's crying again. That guy's such a crier. I mean, you remember that, right? And it he was did sort of cry like, a lot. He, but it was like drunk crying, and that's no, not okay. No, he did that 60 minutes where he went back to the, whatever it was, barber shop that he worked in, and he just sobbed through the whole interview. And I loved that about John Boehner, but the world did not. The world. It's sort of like the world forgot about, I mean, he was, he was a Republican, so I didn't agree with everything that he accomplished, but... He had other. He was a strong dude. Yeah, the world likes strength. Who got a sh- who got a ship yeah. sh- like a goofy rap for being a crier. Yeah, and so I think that there is a lot of a, nature. Nature has a big role in the way people act, but I'll go back to my original statement, which is to to create change. I think we agree that we need to be agents 
of change. I mean, you hate that. That's like safe space, right? Agents of change. But in in this in the space we work in to help redefine what a woman can be and can do. I don't actually hate agents of change. <laughs> I actually I, I I think that there does there there has to be some change, but I think there has to be some change on both sides. And I think that women have to stop walking into meetings assuming that they are going to be treated differently because they are a woman. But what if they are every time? How do you ask a woman to stop assuming something that's reality? Then whip it out and bitch slap <laughs> people with it. Like come what on. if you're twenty five? What if you're twenty five? You can't bitch slap a forty-year-old white dude with your lady penis I mean, because I'm you don't want to be treated that uncertain. I did when I was twenty-five, and I got an AAPC story to tell you about. <laughs> right. But I, we can't we can't keep having women be snowflakes when, because they're young and because they can't handle things and because they can't deal with it. I mean, we're, you're you're Once arguing again, against yourself. You don't yourself. know what snow. I mean, snowflakes. The way it's used against Democrats is all Democrats need to be treated differently because they're u- unique and creative people. Well, I'm talking more about millennials, where right. everybody gets credit for just making right. an effort. You're, but sometimes yeah, making an effort just isn't isn't good enough. Like. That's great. But if you want to be successful, you actually have to provide results. And For sure. But bring that back to nature and nurture because results are more nurture-oriented, right? You learn how to do that. That's not nature. Estrogen doesn't teach you how to get results. Yes, but there's also just genetic genetics on who who – Who's smart and who's – I mean, there's a lot of those things as well. We're going off the rails We're going off the rails. (laughs) I mean, yes. If you win the genetic lottery and you happen to be like a Mensa. Kelly Gibson. If you win the genetic lottery and you are Kelly Gibson because (laughs) holy shit. I mean, we – so we are raising – the funny thing about Tracy and I is with the exception of the geography in which we were born, we're we're essentially the same person, just opposite. So like – She's got girls. I have boys. She's Republican. I'm a Democrat. She lives at Dulles. I live in – you know, she lives in Virginia. I live in Maryland. And so – but we're both parenting similar aged children right now and making sort of offline decisions about that, right? So we have big jobs and this podcast and other sort of public things. But then we just go home to our kitchen tables and try to raise good people. And the question is, if we if we want to raise the kinds of girls and boys who – sort of execute all the stuff we talk about in this little white room, how much do we have to push against their nature? So so my eight-year-old, we actually call the CEO because she just likes to be in charge and control of everything. She's also um, unbelievably sensitive and extremely hard on herself. Like if she comes home... In the, her school, so they, they 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 grade on a scale of like one to four, and four is like A plus, and a three is like B plus, A minus, and three is meeting the standard. Mm-hmm. That means you are on par. So if she comes home with a three, she sobs that it's not a four. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a very tough mom that always wanted me to have hundred hundreds mm-hmm. on everything like you have to you have to be a perfect day student and so I I don't pressure her to be that way and she's extremely hard on herself and I am trying to navigate the best way to keep her strong and confident she's a super confident kid mm-hmm. but she's had some issues at school like kids just being mean and because she's sensitive of- 
Uh, partly oh, because no. she's sensitive gotcha. or just because, like, they make fun of her water bottle because kids are mean. Kids, kids, are, kids mean. are assholes. Yeah. Um, you know, and my six-year-old, who we call the ninja, gives a fuck about nothing. Like, she's just like, whatever. You want to play with me? Great. You don't want to play with me? That's she's the one that okay. looks more like Tracy D. She just <laughs> does not care. Like, she's happy to do whatever. You want her to play soccer? She'll play soccer. You want to dance? She'll dance. You want her to hit a golf club? She'll hit a golf club. The eight-year-old is far more sensitive in everything and so I feel like I have to be careful and I'm constantly just like don't talk to strangers don't you know don't don't let if you know if anybody shows up the bus stop to pick you up and it's not mommy or daddy you know we have to have a password like we do all of that type of stuff in an effort to protect them from from the outside world but from the outside world and protect them against their own like natural right, and they world. like yeah. boys, and and there has been less of the boy thing this year on both of them. Yeah. Then, but there's been tons of girl drama. Yeah. And it's apparently third grade girl drama is a whole big thing. Yeah, estrogen, I guess. Well, the and and we sat down with her teacher last week, and and one of the things she said is that kids are actually developing earlier, and I suspect it's all the hormones that are put in food. Yeah, We're probably on the same side on that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, theoretically, we're on the same side on that. Yeah. But, I mean, I think – so developing early – so this is like – it's like a, a really, really crowded merge lane we're in right now, right? We're talking about how do you protect your kids from shitty grown-ups? How do you help navigate your children through the, the experience they're about to endeavor without you, like the n- navigating romantic relationships and the discovery of their own bodies and all that kind of stuff? And also, how do you encourage the people they're born as in terms of their personality and their nature, but give them the tools to offset some of the places where that serves them less? So you're going to hate me for this, but I think we have to teach – we really have to teach that boys and girls are different. Equal. Yep, going to hate you. But different. And they're different in the way that they will approach certain scenarios. And that's okay. It's okay that we are biologically and genetically different. And we Describe have to that to me. What, when you say the, that they're different in the way they approach different keep describe how you imagine so that exactly to be the what you just said about how men tend to be more aggressive and women tend to be more passive i mean we but they don't teach have them. to be they don't have to be so right. we have to address those to fix the problem and i don't do i think that we teach little boys to be more passive i don't know understanding more maybe, understanding. maybe. I, I don't. I mean, I don't think we should start neutering little boys. Do we teach <sighs> girls to be more aggressive? Hi, sure. Ma- Hi, President Trump. Nice to see you right here in our recording studio. Neuter little boys. I mean, clearly we're not neutering little boys. I think. Teaching- I'm just saying we don't. We don't take their natural instincts to be aggressive and playful and climb trees and climb walls and get on top of houses. Right, but to walk up and punch strangers in the face, like some little boys. So that's very different. So we should probably not. <laughs> I mean, that's or that's to, assault, or yeah, or okay. throw things at people, or I mean that, that that like these surges of early testosterone in little boys, which I have a couple, so I've seen. So my kids throw things too. Are, are, their girls. Yeah. So there. I mean, but I that's think, just normal. Those are normal things that. Those are easy behaviors to say. Don't do that. Kind of, except it's their. In in using your own words, do we want to take 
some of that natural aggression or whatever you want to call it a little boys and tell them it's not how they should be, your answer just whatever 60 seconds ago was, no, you, if we shouldn't be neutering little boys of their aggression, and I don't agree with that. No, so you're, t- so you're taking it too far. So all I'm saying is if little boys want to be in charge and be aggressive in certain ser- – I mean, deflect it. Like, okay, so don't throw things, but here, build this thing instead. Look at what you can do instead. Certainly, but those deflect are way it. different things. Like building something is not a sign of aggression. It's a sign of pointing energy. I'm a huge parental so what about, believer okay, in pointing energy. Okay, then so point energy. it toward football or point it toward basketball or point it towards something. Maybe dance. Point it towards dance. It's so, a way to get rid of your energy. So dance is not super aggressive. No, but, but sure. it's just about pent-up energy, I think. I don't yeah. – you know, it's the same thing of saying a girl who is – you know, very good at gymnastics or overly physical or, you know, that doesn't really fit easily into, say, ballet. I'm sort of speaking out of school here because I'm not a dancer and I'm not raising dancers, but is better at jazz or something, that she shouldn't also go take boxing. Because there are parts of natural estrogen that want, you know, that one sh- that should be amplified, the ability yeah. to have strength. So my little of- one is about to go start hockey. There you go. Yeah. Because she wants to play hockey. Yeah. And she probably needs to play hockey. Oh, that's awesome. You did because just recently take her to a was um to a Caps game, right? No, no, I'm thinking they, that wrong. We, they went gotcha. to a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. She most certainly needs an outlet. Yeah, for some of that. Yeah, and that that's what I think we, I think we have to focus on. So nature based on kid, but not based on gender. See, that's what I'm trying to say. That yes, on paper. In a lab, like biology is biology, but I think that it's it translates differently in every person. I totally agree. And all kids are totally different genetically. And there are some boys that probably are more like girls and some girls that are probably more like boys. But, but I, oh, I just I think challenge your verbiage okay. in that. More boys that are like girls and girls that are like boys. Because testosterone and estrogen are just fundamentally different. And boys have testosterone and girls have estrogen. And I'm not saying they're not equal. And I'm not saying no, this but all I don't can't think be a hormones define or... interests. No, but it most certainly defines behavior. But I don't I think that just that a boy who likes to play with dolls or brush hair or get their or paint their nails doesn't necessarily have less testosterone. I just think that that boy is made different. And a girl who wants to play hockey instead of dance every night doesn't necessarily have less estrogen. Mm. She's just a different person. That is that is science and I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. But my so I would think that it would be the case that one had more testosterone and one had more estrogen than Yeah, the other. I think that I just I challenge the whole we need to teach boys and girls that they're different. Because I think that when you – when that closes doors. Really? That this is not a boy thing. This is not a girl no, thing. No, I'm not – no. So I'm not making the argument that they should be – they should – just because you're a girl, you can't do things. Or just because you're a boy, you can't do things. But to say that boys and girls are the exact same is just not true. Yeah, I mean – Boys I think have s- a penis. Girls have a vagina. Certainly. They are not the same. I think you can say boys are made different than girls biologically, but there's no difference between what thing, a boy can so do and what a girl can do. So think about this. Like when you were growing up in school – Yeah. So when I was growing up, the girls were always the smartest kids in the class. The girls were always the ones that got everything right, and girls were sort of the top of the class. And it wasn't up until college where all of a sudden it was like, oh, the men are smart. Uh, 
It was like I was always taught that girls were just smarter than boys. Like I didn't know any different until I got to college that men were supposedly like the superior species <laughs> according to like the media. It, it just wasn't – it never occurred to me. Girls were smarter than boys, period. Yeah. I mean I think the biology of genders – is accurate in that girls, quote unquote, mature faster than boys. Their attention span is and longer, And that is important faster. to address. That is absolutely important to address for when you're raising little girls and raising little boys. Because, I mean, you remember what it was like when you were in 13 and 14 and you were trying to talk to boys. And I mean, it was a fucking disaster. But I don't, was, I don't know what, what it would do for my boys to say in your in your journey between you know kindergarten and sixth grade you're going to have a harder time paying attention because you're a boy so just know it's cuz you're a boy i mean i'm going to be challenging them like let's find ways for you to so pay attention I agree on let's that. you know yeah. and i'm not going to say if i had or to my nieces i'm not going to be like eh I mean, you're just going to be able to pay attention longer, but you're going to cry easier just because you're a girl, and you're going to your emotions are going to come faster because you're going to go through puberty. I mean, there's so I'm never no going to say that. But my point in telling them, yeah. That. So no, I'm not. Don't tell them that. You're going to the extreme of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is when we get to a point to where there are conflicts and there are issues that you can just say, listen, boys and girls are different. You will approach this situation differently because you – I don't know, because you're a girl and girls approach things differently than men do and men approach things differently and we just need to be aware of it. I'm not saying everyone is the exact same. But there are a reason that there have been 5,000 books written about how women are from Mars and men are from Venus or whatever the fucking stupid yeah. shit that it is. They are, we are just – fundamentally different. I think and I just think we should talk about it and it's I just want it to be okay to talk about and not get completely shut down by just saying everybody's equal and it's to- everybody everybody should be treated 100% equally, which I don't disagree with. But in navigating certain situations we are fundamentally different and I just think we should be aware of that. I think saying that gives currently in the current climate, in the current power dynamic of a climate with only 20% of senators being women and 12% of Congress, and those numbers are not exact, being women and never having a female president and 5% of Fortune 500 board members being, I think with the with where we are saying men just do things differently because they're men and women just do, it's just an excuse for why women haven't gotten to that point. I so mean, also, I don't... Because you men men can say so. I deal with this with my candidates, women candidates and men candidates. And don't get me wrong, behind closed doors, we talk a lot about this. You want to do it this way because you're a woman. You've raised your whole life. You've made these decisions because you're a woman. But we never let that on to voters because it gives voters a reason not to vote for a woman because of preconceived notions. And I'm worried that if we talk about the difference out, out loud without without challenging it as you're as you're sort of pitching to me, that pattern just continues. So here's what worries me is that if we don't talk about it this way, if we just have the graces of the world that keep coming up and just throwing things out there that this happened and this happened, but, you know, he was totally at fault and and I was not at fault, we're going to have a nation of men that just don't want to deal with women. I don't – I guess I'm going to need further explanation from you about how the grace situation is part of this women need to talk about how women are different than men. So so there have been a, a couple of people that I've discussed with the whole Aziz and sorry thing that have sort of come up and gone, holy shit, this makes me just not want to date. And then – Because it's estrogen that's going to make women call out men for being bad in bed? 
No, because they don't they don't believe that the they don't believe that what Aziz and Sari did was assault. Oh, certainly. That and so part if of it, women yeah. come out and yep. start and screaming start about screaming the, assault, yeah, it's, it's like it's, the boy that cried wolf. It's hard. It's it's complicated. Although I don't um, think it's gonna happen because Grace is certainly she's getting a lot of thoughtful consideration about the experience, but sure. she's getting nailed on the assault thing. Sure. I think. Sure. I agree. Nailed is the wrong word. Right. Probably not. <laughs> Nicely done. That would be she's so get, respectful. She's not getting where she wants she's to get getting, that in is, the assault, that assault category. Um, but I but, think, so going back to yeah. like Mike Pence not willing to have dinner oh. with women. I know. I'm just I'm bringing all it. So all of these things start to flutter, and then we're going to have a problem where men are like, well, women are just going to bitch the whole time that about whatever. I don't know. It's but if we talk about how men or women then different men are different and. Women are different. It's it, it's just going to be the same thing. Mike Pence is going to be because of the estrogen. I can't go out with her because whatever. She's going to seduce me. I still don't really understand. Well, no, he's that. not going to. No, her he's going to say he can't go out with him because of his testosterone and he can't keep the shit under control. Right. It's his fault, not her fault. It feels like it's, it's an excuse to be like, I have testosterone, so I can't have dinner with you. As opposed to being like, I have testosterone. I'm in charge of my own body. I will sit here. With, you know, my and that's legs fine, crossed but and why jerk off so, when I get home. So why do you assume that just because we talk about differences, it's going to it's gonna spiral out of control into this other debate of, well, that's fine, so they're different, so fuck them. No, like, why can't we have a thoughtful conversation about testosterone and about how it's going to make you feel and do certain things? And here's here are the way to tamper it. And I don't mean... God, Fucking Duke University had this thing where they put all these men in a room to, like, totally shut down their toxic masculinity or whatever which what does that fucking mean? retarded I what did they just it. fill it up with rose petals and like violin music? i don't know but it now i'm the one was, being all like it was infuriating me and i have to mock duke a little bit because fuck duke but um just a little bit of rose to get me through the end of this podcast i know i'm gonna can i have some more of that yeah Thanks. it's a good um, stuff today because i knew i would need it so i just want to that, that sounds nice know, when right? it gets forward yeah. that's lovely <laughs> um I just think it's okay to talk about it, and we should talk about it in a in a in an open way. And and I don't, you don't want to try this in the media. The last thing I want the, to do is have these conversations with the freaking media because they are. Don't get me started on the media, on both sides. It's I'll almost like we need a focus group. You almost need some people to be like, if if you are allowed to say, I'm going to react this way. Because I'm a man and I have testosterone, although I'm going to try not to, but I want everyone to know this is my inclination. A whole bunch of women will be like, well, I'm going to think that's bullshit and you're hurting my feelings because I have estrogen. I just don't know what the – what's the end? It's a, it's a means to what end as opposed I don't to know. being like – Maybe if we're all you, open and we, we all take biology we actually start talking. School. Maybe if we all start talking openly about shit, bad stuff will stop happening. I mean here's the thing. like, but There's no difference between preaching – Equality and the need to talk about that estrogen doesn't get us down. It's all conversation about how women shouldn't get screwed by their by their gender. <laughs> there I go again. I'm using a lot of sex puns in this conversation, but that women don't get are not at a disadvantage because of their gender, right? It, their gender is either what's assumed about their estrogen or them being honest about their estrogen. But but there are instances in which women aren't are not. What was the word you just said? God, what did you just say? <laughs> screwed by the estrogen. <laughs> we're not screwed. We, there, there, are, there are situations where we're not disadvantaged because of our gender. There are situations where we actually are at an advent, ad, 
an advantage because of our gender. Because we're more understanding or something. No, because we're women and men will sit in a room with us and talk to us. And all of a sudden, you've got a contract signed because they were willing oh, to take Lord. a meeting with you. Like this, We talked about this in the very first episode. I know, and but it's I thought we're not trying to use our looks to get work. Are we Are we trying to use our looks to get work or are we not trying I'm to not use I'm not using looks? my looks. I'm just using the fact that a man is more likely to have a meeting with a just woman in curse. certain certain Unless you're Mike Pence. But right. whatever, Mike. I feel like I this I feel is. Like yeah. this is I, there, there's the first a lot of many to be, conversations ugh, about estrogen and testosterone. There's so much yes. here. I feel like I feel like women. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's good. Women's good. Women are good. Yes. Well, Yay, women. We should wrap it up. And um, well, that that got weird at times. So thanks for sticking with us and parenting. I mean, it's. When we started this podcast, there was so much to talk about in the political space. There were so many bad guys. I don't know if there are less bad guys or we just exposed a whole bunch of them at a time, but it, it seems like we're going to be able to start to focus this conversation between Tracy and I a little bit more into how di- gender dynamics and really takes effect in other parts of our lives. Yeah. And um, we hope you stick with us. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for listening. This was our ninth episode. We had lots of fun today. We agreed and disagreed. And <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm, I'm almost all the way on board with you. And then you say something and I'm like, wow, we're, we're so, so different. <laughs> anyway, listen and subscribe to Dame It All to Hell on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, guys. Thanks so much. See you next time. Bye.